0: Right from the start. Hey
1: everyone, welcome to the Manthology Show. Blake here. Joining me here in a moment. We'll bring him right in the, the listener booth is Josh and Derek. Um, in today's episode, Favorite Junk Foods, Mechanic Shenanigans, Bucket List Adventures Adventures, excuse me, hunting, and new music. Josh, Derek, it is so nice to have you in the studio today.
2: Oh, I hope your man levels are cranked to eleven because it's about to get manly in here.
0: Fella, this, this booth stinks a little. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what that smell is. It, it, I turned
2: it I I turned it up to eleven a little early, I apologize. Nonetheless, <laughs> it's good to be here. The
1: the booth probably stinks a little, Josh, because I've been munching on my favorite junk foods and there's wrappers <laughs> strewn all out of this uh, of this place. Life's that's I'm a manlier than poor dietary choices. Poor but. dietary choices. That's that's what it's about being a man. Yep. <laughs> So I, I wanted we wanted to have a in this in this episode the the fourth episode of the Mythology Show we wanted to have a, our next uh, food talk discussion food talk discussion and uh, in this one I wanted to focus in on junk foods now let's lay down the ground rules I'm I wouldn't consider um, I'm I'm after processed stuff that are. Scientifically engineered to have the perfect ratio of sugars, fats and salts that yeah. just make you go nutty, of course and you just and you can't so so you know pizza and and like even freaking you know even like ice cream, you can buy like Briar's delicious ice cream that just has cream, sugar, and milk, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to consider that a junk food because they're no. they're not engineering the salts and whatnots and that so're we're, we're going after processed junk foods, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, the harder the better.
2: Although I gotta say, Blake, it's 2016. I don't feel I don't feel like "junk foods" is an appropriate term. That it's a little bit offensive. I think to, the, to those foods.
1: <laughs> what, think, what is the PC definition for this?
2: I think the PC something for junk foods. The 2016 version would be like um, dietarily <laughs> ambiguous. Dietarily, I don't know. The point is, they're not junk. Like no food is junk.
1: Okay, we don't want to offend. Special. We don't want to offend junk food. <laughs> let's keep their feelings in let's, mind. Let's yeah. do so we could do. Uh, junk nu-
2: foods get a trophy too, Blake. N- nutritionally light foods. Nutritionally that- deficient foods. There we go. Okay,
1: yeah. so uh, fellas, I'll, I'm going to turn the mic. I'm going to give the conch over to you. I'm all excited to talk about my ideas. I'm just trying to cheat, and uh, we'll start out there, but then I'll just dominate this discussion later. But let's let's start with you first.
0: (laughs) Derek, what do you got? (laughs) I'm curious. (laughs) I'm curious what Derek thinks is uh, junk food and what his favorite one is.
2: Well, I mean, according to you guys, 90% of my diet is probably junk food.
0: <laughs> cereal.
2: I mean, I live Been on a steady – I run on cereal and you know hamburgers most of the
0: time. Um, I, so you when know, you really splurge, when you go out and you're like, all right, here we go, what do you go for?
2: <laughs> well, for me, it's more about setting. Like, So like, if I'm at a baseball game, I'll just <laughs> throw. I don't care. I'm eating everything. And that's usually I really. Here's the thing. I really like salty junk foods. Okay. I'm not as big into the sweet stuff, but yeah. I will eat bags and bags of Cracker Jack. Mm. Uh, I'm big on chips and salsa. Wait, but, wait, chips, hold
1: on. I got to stop you though. I love the chips and salsa, but we got to go back to Cracker Jacks. That's not salty in my mind. That's sweet, delicious, caramelized.
2: Yeah, but see, to me, caramel kind of toes the balance. Caramel yeah, exists kind of both.
1: Yeah, yeah, that. Okay, nebulous, rigid, I, yeah.
2: That nebulous region between sweet and salty, where there's just most of the your good brain just
0: doesn't know what to do with it, right. <laughs> except th- eat more of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly.
2: I feel like most of what we've achieved as as a species is lies directly in that zone between salty <laughs> in and the sweet. caramel zone. Yeah, in the caramel <laughs> zone. But yeah, a big fan of potato chips as well. Especially, I really like salt and vinegar mm. potato chips. The more bitter. If they make my mouth numb, they could be a little more bitter. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm really into that, um, but yeah, I've kind of lost my taste for candy as I've gotten older, and, and really moved toward the salty
1: stuff. Says the cereal lover. I mean, not, you've offended my inner child by saying that. You've offended like, me.
2: Damn you, sir! If you, <laughs> if you listen, if you want to turn this into breakfast cereal part two, that's fine. I'm no, trying to be uh, we're not going here. there. Cause you're mm. get me
1: hot again. <laughs> hot and bothered. <laughs> Josh, what about you? You got some favorite junk foods? Let's, let's oh
0: yeah. Uh, so I, I sort of um, abide by the cheat day or one cheat meal a week type thing. Uh, so I'll be honest when I decide to pull that pin, it can get pretty <laughs> ugly. Uh, <laughs> typically on a Friday night or a Saturday or something. Um, Candy-wise, I'm going to go with hot tamales. and ow, ow. I will send you all my uneaten hot tamales. I'll just, <laughs> uh, I'll just put them in a box it, for you. <laughs> and just sit there and chew on them and, until my and mouth sweat. is just... Yeah, it's just... My jaw hurts. I'm just aching. But I, I'm not going to stop because I'm a man. And then uh, I polish them off with some nice uh, peanut M&M's. <clears throat> oh, those are good. Yeah, but for the... Josh, for have, you the, had the,
1: have you had the dark peanut m ms dark chocolate
0: peanut no but i'm not a dark chocolate fan oh, okay all right yeah um i want the more synthetic crappy chocolate okay. um but i for a main course if i'm going to pull the pin that night it's probably going to be uh some really crappy pizza or and i'm really embarrassed to say this but here we go taco bell Oh, I will. I love I will. Taco Bell, guys. I could buy it by the poundful. It all tastes the same. They just wrap it differently. I know. If it, Just if I could just go into it like a uh, buffet or something, they just weighed the tray afterwards. I might as well just buy it by the pound because I'll just keep ordering stuff until I see the number, the, the amount that I owe up to where I think, yeah, yeah, that feels about right. And then I'll just pull forward in the drive-through. So.
1: It gets it gets pretty nasty. It gets,
0: it gets, <laughs> love. I
1: love the talk. Well, it's funny. I went several years. Just I don't know how, but I forgot the border. <laughs> I, I failed to cross the border. Probably, interestingly, in my late thirty, in my late twenties, early 30s. Josh, I me and you grew up on Taco Bell. Right. Dude, you probably did as well. That's that's a very American thing to do. I'm guessing for at least the teenagers and the yeah. single yeah. guys.
2: I was never a fan, to be honest. All right,
1: I respect that. I, yeah. I respect that. But it's yeah. So I, but I just I got on a recent kick, Taco Bell. I'm with you on that, Josh. But the one thing at the Taco Bell that really gets me going, and this is kind of a blast from the past, and it even has blast in the name, so you know <laughs> that's like blast processing. Like this you know, is the they jet. nailed it. You, yes, you uh, know. I know where you're going with this. You know, it's Baja Blast. <laughs> you guys had that. No, I haven't. None of no one's had Baja Blast, then, Derek. Is it like <laughs> feels <like>, <laughs> I feel like a complete nerd that I know this. It, it what what Baja Blast is.
2: I feel like is, I had some in like the late '90s, <laughs> whenever was having Baja no, no, Blast. No,
1: no, no, no. I think it wasn't invented. Maybe it was, but Baja <laughs> Blast is the Taco Bell exclusive flavor of Mountain Dew, which <laughs> oh. is another '90s. Okay, (laughs) splash from the past, but so see, I don't like Mountain Dew any longer. But the Baja Blast is like a, it's like a a not as lemony. It's a more limey, less sweet version of Mountain Dew, and I love the extra lime. It's delicious. Mm. Mm. Interesting. (laughs) But I I I love the. I don't typically drink. I don't typically drink sodas. Like, I'll go weeks at a time. I'm, I'm a big water man. I don't think that's very manly, but it's good for my health, so I do it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, water is great. The one thing that I can't – so we, I went to a buddy's house, and we were watching a game, and he, he just – he brought some cream soda. He's like, hey, Blake, you want a cream soda? I was like, well, of course I want a cream soda. And so, you know, everyone pops – li- it was IBC delicious. It's like the official right. cream soda of heaven. It's just delicious. <laughs> and so everyone pops it open. And I didn't notice, like, subconsciously, I'm like, oh, that tastes good. And then I look at my bottle, and it's gone. And everyone else is still on their first or second swigs. I'm like, oh, I should have probably been more. (laughs) Well, I'm the fat kid here. More reserved in my consumption. I I don't, yeah. So cream soda. One of my all-time favorites. I don't know what your guys' opinion on this. Fellas, I can destroy a family-sized bag of Cheetos, no problemo.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, Look Cheetos are good. I Never. mean, I think they're second second against Doritos.
1: Nope, I think they beat Doritos no. in a, in a powdered it. cheese fight. Stop it! There's no Derek, cool can, ranch Derek, Cheetos. Can, what are you crazy, Derek? <laughs> can we get Can I get some backup here? Where do you fall on this?
2: <sighs> Never a fan of the Cheetos, holy
1: cannoli. But okay, but Doritos, you like the Doritos?
2: Doritos are okay. Never a huge fan of them
1: either. My okay. goodness, what I are know. you guys? I'm are you just, just a, a contrarian <laughs> today. Are <laughs> you just a straight, boring, lazy potato chip guy? No, I just I just like, you like the salt flavor- and vinegar. Salt and vinegar. Okay. That's the thing.
2: I like flavors that punish me. Like, <laughs> like I, I like, <laughs> like you know my favorite candies are like the the sour punch straws and the nuclear warhead sour stuff. I I, I like to be in pain. I like to just put myself through hell. Yeah. As I'm eating this, this, um, this junk food.
0: Cause you I feel clearly like I, eat yourself and you want your food to punish you. I get Correct.
2: You know. Yeah. I think there's a lot of psychological stuff involved there too. We don't <laughs> have time to get into, but yeah, I, I like my flavors to be very, very abrasive.
1: Now I'm yeah. just a straight salt or sweet. Like I love the Skittles or the freaking super salty Nathan hot dogs. I can pound three of those. Yeah, yeah. No, no problem.
2: Well, you know what I, you know what I like, uh, candy wise, i I like really old candy too that they don't make anymore. Like a bit I, of honey's, like,
1: a, like like a bit of honey.
2: Yeah, I like a bit of honey. I like uh, there used to be candy in the eighties called Bonkers that I really liked. Oh, I remember
0: Bonkers. Yeah. Remember
2: bon- Bonkers were great. Um, you know, I like my favorite candy now is probably Necco wafers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never like heard I'm of not- it. <laughs>
2: What? I'll buy a, a... a package of Necco wafers and demolish them. I think those but are
1: straight out of the late 1800s, I believe.
0: Correct. Correct. As it's most like...
2: good things are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so do you like do you like, uh, like the assorted hard candy that you find at your grandparents' house that's been sitting in the dish since, I don't know, years prior? You know,
2: the great thing about assorted is that there's a lot of variety there. So some of them aren't any good, but it's assorted. They're you know, all some... stuck
0: together and they're individually <laughs> wrapped and Forget
2: it's like out. it's like the all <laughs> It's like the Jurassic Park of candy. You got to go in with a chisel. You got to take a brush. You got to be very gentle, or you'll crack the candy. But once you get it out, you make great discoveries. It's
1: it's the <laughs> ultimate. It's like the ultimate like business acumen meets candy. It's like I ah, just throw some of this crap in there. They're gonna eat it anyway. It'll <laughs> save us money.
0: We're <laughs> all the stuff swept up from the floor. We're again. We'll
1: call it a sorted.
0: Sell our scraps. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, we, we may just turn this into, into the entire Food Talk Junk Food episode. I, I'm, I'm kidding, of course. But if any listeners out there want to chime in with their favorite junk foods, preferably the processed stuff that comes out of a bag or you have to open some form of plastic to get to said foods, um, tweet us at Manthology Show or send us an email, men at manthologyshow.com.
2: Blake, nutritionally challenged, please. Oh, sorry,
1: sorry. For, uh, my, my apologies, sir. <laughs> um, gentlemen, this is something that this next topic we're moving to is, again, just straight out of the controversy file, is, yep. uh, me- is uh, loathed by so many, perhaps misjudged by many more. <laughs> we're, of course, talking about car mechanics. <laughs> And we wanted. We want to. We want to. Like, we want to have the final say once and for all, right here. Are they good, or are they bad?
0: <sighs> uh. All right, I'll go. Here's the thing: when it, to, <laughs> when it comes to knowledge of cars and automobiles, this is where I feel at my most inadequate and and lowest level on the man scale. Yeah. I I know. I mean, gas, oil. You know, I can remember <laughs> metal. There's metal yeah. in there too, right? So, list, those, those are the three that, things steel, that gas, list and was oils. really short, actually. <laughs> yeah, it was. I'll be honest, I lied about a couple of those. But nothing so, yeah, when it comes to that, like, I have no idea. So, I've always hated taking my car to the mechanic because I always feel like I'm getting dreamed. And this was up until a few years ago. And then I finally found, um, I was fortunate enough to find two, I will call them angels gentlemen they are angels in <laughs> grease and oil uh, i have two good mechanics that i can trust uh and, and I'm, I'm glad to take my car there and i don't feel like i'm getting reamed and they will take the time to explain things to me but not like in a condescending way like yeah come here nancy this is what i fixed this is how much it is so yeah there are a lot of bad mechanics out there but um, i say one pro tip in life is you gotta find at least one trustworthy mechanic that you can Rely on,
2: yeah. Well, well it's said, inter- it's interesting. Jared. It's interesting you bring up how they they ream you out because, as you well know, Blake, the word mechanic is derived from the ancient Sumerian mechanica, <laughs> which is a- which is actually what it means is condescending father is what of the course. word mechanic. Oh, means. really?
1: Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Oh, that, that.
2: Yeah, because every time I go to the mechanic, uh, I feel like my dad is yelling at me. <laughs> they will let you know everything you're doing wrong, even if you didn't ask. <laughs> uh, and if you tell them you didn't know something that they're asking about, there's this, like, incredulous look that they give you. And, oh, I can't stand it. And, and the, the mom, like Seinfeld's
1: mechanic, right? Like, it's exactly just like that.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's exactly like that. And, and they, they do, like, I feel like mechanics know so much more, not only about cars, but about being a man than I do. So when I go in there, I'm just immediately uncomfortable. I don't know where to put my hands. I don't know how to stand. I don't even really know how to articulate what's wrong with my car without Stop. like a Mancy. And, and, you know, I, and first off, I go in with like a Ninja Turtle T-shirt and my long hair. So right off the bat, it's just, it's awkward right off the bat. And it, it goes downhill straight from there. Uh, it's, just, it's rough. I do not enjoy going to the auto grudge
1: at all. I, I feel like that's a good point, Derek. I I would say I feel like mechanics are, are uh, if you could, or at least the reputation of mechanics, are a microcosm of the world. There is good and bad. And I was reminded of this recently. We were, my family were rolling into Vegas. <clears throat> we took the kids there, because who doesn't take their kids to Vegas? Of so we, course. <laughs> <laughs> we took, took the kids to Vegas, to all the resorts and everything, and we're, we, are, we are 30 miles, uh, no, not even that, probably 15 miles outside of Vegas. And I hear the ding. And who and I, 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 I hate hearing that ding. Oh, yeah. You know, the check engine. or not? It wasn't the check engine, but that ding. It's like, boom, You're like, oh, no. What's this going to lead to? This is going <laughs> to turn into ordeal. And I got the kids in the car, and it's hot. And all right, what am I going to do? So it's like, you know. You're out I'm of Baja like, Blast. Yeah, i a Baja blast. The freaking Cheetos are gone. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, we're rolling in, and it's like air pressure diminishing, you know, because now all the cars are fancy, and it's like, wink, wink, wink. <laughs> I'm like, So I'm getting all nervous. and Oh, gee, tire pressure's going down. You know, I was like, maybe I can make it into town. So, because it was, I mean, it was low, but it wasn't like, like pull over low. At least it didn't warn me of that. I don't know if my car even does that, but I was just going to go with it anyway. So I'm... <laughs> Booking it into Vegas, pull in. It's right. It's like 4:59. The guy's shop's gonna close. He's looking at me. I pull in. He's like, "Sorry, we're closed." And I'm like, "Oh man, like, I my tire. I, I hit some. I'm from out of town." And he's like, "Sorry, dude. You're gonna have to wait." It's like, oh, "I can't get to my hotel." You know. He's like, he just and then he stops, and he looks at me. He's like, wheeled around back. Let me see what I can do for it." And I it around back and it you know ran over some nail and he takes care of it and I'm like I was like how much do you? he's like it's 5 bucks I was like well let me pay you 20 he's like no just to, it's 5 bucks it's not that big of a deal I'm happy I was like no I like you're just totally same I'm willing to pay extra thank you for your kindness and your service and he's like no no just just do it so that changed me and I was like is there any is there anything I can do and he's like you know just t- just write a review on Yelp and I'm happy and I wrote the yeah. best review I've ever written of any human being in my <laughs> life of this guy on, on Yelp. I, I forget his name. It was last year that happened, but except, yeah, awesome. I think mechanics, there can be goodness, but I've been screwed too.
0: so Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about who really holds the power in this country? I mean, who really holds it all? It's mechanics. Man. It's mechanics. I mean, they do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, I,
2: it is. I, it gets to the core of what this show is. I mean, we're talking about how, you know, our, deficiencies in manliness it's because so many of us have that that mechanics exist you know yeah. it used to be that we just yeah. knew how to fix our cars but in the absence of that so rose the mechanics
0: yeah. but here's
1: and here's the interesting thing that mechanics i
0: thought i would next time i was like look man be glad okay because if it wasn't for people like me people like you wouldn't have <laughs> a, be out of a job <laughs> yeah
1: you'd be out of a job yeah
0: it's funny like uh i mean Honestly, like I've gotten to where like you got to kind of know your audience and Derek, when you were talking about how you walk in there and you've got your hair and your Ninja Turtle shirt on, like I think about that stuff ahead of time. So like, I'm not joking when I tell you guys this, this is, I live in the South. So at a young age, I learned how to use different dialects and uh, (laughs) different variations of a Southern accent to sort of play to the audience. I'm oh see so you crappy. put it on
2: for the mechanic. i do man so yeah, i go know. in there
0: this mechanic this, one one of them in particular I, he, he's like boomhower to the extreme in terms of like he talks real fast and he mumbles and i can't really understand like i get like every fifth or sixth word and that's yeah. it so i just go in there and i lay it on thick man i'm like yeah man i don't even know where to where to begin man, this thing, man just <laughs> oh over there, just shucks boom. man i don't, man, don't know and then he'll respond, and I'll be like, yeah, man, so just whatever, you know. And I just lay it on real thick. I'm telling you, when in Rome, <laughs> when in Rome, you got to talk to him like that. And so that's, uh, that's been one thing that helps me out. That, and then also, since I'm not a man, I'm not above blaming it all on my wife. And, <laughs> yes. And I'll act like we have two cards. I'll act like they're both my wife. Like, whichever one I'm taking in, like, yeah, this is my wife. I'm not sure she was complaining about some noise. And then I'm sure he sees right through that, though. <laughs> you know how so this is. I, this advice is for a friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: It's so weird that you would say that, though, because I find myself in those uncomfortable situations reflexively blaming her, oh, so yeah. that I don't feel like he'll ask, "Do you want me to fix something uh, that needs fixed?" And I'll go, "Well, I better call the boss first, see what she has to say." <laughs> you know, she makes the decisions, and he'll go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. You know, what? it's like that's part of
1: it is like. I just is, reflexively man. revert to that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny.
1: Okay. We, uh, we got to move on. Gentlemen, Wilson's pointing to me. He's looking at me awkward. So we're going to just we're gonna roll with it. We'll get it going. Um, now, as you guys know, part of the show, it's, it's, it's a talk show first and foremost. And we're very grateful for our early patrons and listeners and supporting us. Uh, it, it made us feel all warm and fuzzy. We got a long way to go to hit our goals, but we're st- we're still in it to win it, and we're excited to, to get there. Um, but one thing we wanted to do once we start meeting our goals are field trips, Derek. Epic field trips. Yeah. Boy, am I excited about that, Derek? Yeah, Josh. The epic field trips, right? This is an integral Can't part wait. for the. Yeah, I, I'm excited for the inaugural field trip whenever we can. Make that happen, so, as kind of a setup and tease for that, we wanted to talk today about uh you know, in your opinion, what constitutes an epic field trip or a bucket list travel adventure
0: <sighs> that's a good one
2: you know for, with me uh, like I, so I travel a lot and and the one thing that I do is I just pick a place, and I find that every place i've chosen, even if it doesn't seem touristy or like there's a lot of stuff to do there i'm never bored i think just going places that are different and new that's inherently epic in experiencing new things there's always something new to experience that's different from your experience and i find that to be the most epic thing about about travel and field trips
1: well said yeah, well that said. reminds me of a uh, and I think what the reason it makes you epic, or the traveler epic, is it reminds me of that great uh, Mark Twain quote. Rather, are you familiar with this on travel? <laughs> no. He says, uh, "This is great. This is this may be one of the greatest comments uh, or commentary on travel." Um, he says, "Travel is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, and yeah. narrow-mindedness, and many of our people need it sorely on these accounts." Broad wholesome charitable views of men and things cannot be acquired by vegetating in one little corner of the earth all one's lifetime.
0: God is a- Oh, that quote. Yeah, no, I know that. Quote. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant his other travel His quote.
1: other travel yeah. quote. Yeah, yeah. So Josh, what about you? Do anything come to mind like is there something that you've circled on your bucket list or that's high on the priority list like that would just be a really fun M- male based or you know more skewed on the Lock. male interest side of trips.
0: Uh do you mean for the show or just in general in for general. life?
1: In general. Oh. could be for the show but just in
0: general. Um one of my big bucket list uh trips is Japan. <laughs> and I think that goes back to uh of course when I was a kid, obviously I wanted to be a ninja at some point. Oh, okay. of <laughs> so of course. So uh yeah, no, I I've always wanted to go to Japan. So that's that's one of the big bucket list Trips on for me. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: I i i, I want to go there too. That's that's how I'm a list, but basically just because I've heard that basically everything I've read is like Japan is or I have a friend that lived there for a while, and he's like, it is the it's like bizarro world for humanity. Yeah. At least yeah. West Western thought. And I you know, you can't understand the call the the language, you can't even understand the letters, there's flashing lights, it's yeah. loud people cut in line there's just just a different freaking set of rules that he says it's like probably one of the most foreign place places yeah. a a western yeah. person
0: can can Plus drive. I feel like I'll I'll feel like a giant there and so that'll do wonders <laughs> that, for my ego yeah, yeah that would
1: stroke your ego that's a nice yeah. that's a yeah. nice ego stroke for for me it's and I'm actually trying to put one of one of these together you know with some with some buddies or you know, some, maybe my brother in law might go. I'm trying to get my bro involved. Is is uh, I just want to do like, I want to go hike somewhere really long and cool and like. Not even really backpack because I'm not that much of a man. I like hotels and beds too much. (laughs) But, you know, if we could just, if we could just like spend all day hiking.
0: Wrap it up around five, guys. Yeah, that's what I'm
1: saying. All right. Well, let's, we had our man fun. Then let's go, let's go pamper ourselves in a bed. So, (laughs) but I, I had, I would, there would be nothing more to me that appeals more to just a bro trip where we're just hiking and, you know. Talking cut shooting the crap the whole trip and having a good time. That's that's kinda yeah. Well,
2: you know, exciting. I I would encourage anyone who's like doesn't travel and is thinking about like just go. Just pick a place and go, and I guarantee you'll have fun. Like last year um I went to Roswell, New Mexico.
1: And, and I went for I've been there. you went for the aliens, did you, Derek? Uh,
2: well, yeah, I'm a huge alien nerd, so I wanted to go do all that kitschy alien stuff. Um but you know Roswell's this really small town. It's not what it's not the kind of place you would go for a week, but I went for a week and it was the greatest vacation ever. I had so much fun in Roswell and you know you rent a car and we just drove through New Mexico and there was so much stuff to see and do and you know it's stuff that you wouldn't find on a website or you know yeah, you just Yeah. That you just go, That's state beautiful. just explore, you know.
1: That state is beautiful. It's it's one, just it's-
2: it's unbelievable, we went to a lava field and we went hiking in the white sands. And did you do
1: the caves? they' like what are the caves down there? the Cavern? yeah, caves? yeah,
2: the Carlsbad Ooh. Cavern. we went there, Cavern. yeah, yeah, just unbelievable, raw, 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 raw. and Roswell's sort of central to all these locations, yeah. so it's like a two hour drive, but you're in the middle, you know it's like yeah, just go places and that that's what's epic, you know,
1: yeah,
0: no, that's awesome.
1: What's said. Well, uh, uh, yeah, I'm excited to go on one with you guys and any, any patron members out there when we hit our goals, which we will,
0: and it's going to be hint. epic. Come on, guys. We've got f- some good <laughs> stuff planned, okay? Let's just be generous with the mouses and the clicks, okay? It's
1: going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. Uh, it is, uh, we hope it to be epic, and we hope you'll join us on the, on the inaugural Manthology epic field trip. Someday, hopefully yes. sooner than later. So, fellas, uh, we, we, we already had a little bit of the, well, at least the primer for the metal show last episode, so we're not going to go down that, that road again. But I did hear a track from my youth. The 90s. Never forget. <laughs> Love the 90s. Uh, Blink-22 came out with a new track, and by gall, it's close to their prime time, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. Love it. I loved it loved it. Yeah.
2: So you're uh you're into the pop punk, are you?
1: <laughs> I uh, are you trying to question my man, my my masculinity? I, I or is that what you're listen, doing?
2: I didn't say anything. If there's sub subconscious thing not that you
1: think that I'm judging that's your issue. I'm, I'm, I'm on to you, Derek, I am totally
0: on to you. Yeah,
1: I <laughs> I like the pop punk. I guess Derek doesn't, Josh. Can I get a Uh
0: yeah, I I enjoy uh, some of the pop punk. And and I um there's a couple of those bands that that I like, Blink was one of them, and I did hear that new song the other day, and I was actually a, a little impressed. That's it. what I'm saying. It's not
1: it's not like totally there because Tom's not in it, and he had of course that great whiny Axle like voice that we all love and, and miss. So he's What's out of the new, band.
2: They have a new singer.
0: Well, no, if you if this single it's it's got the other Mark's, Mark 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 sings on. So if you yeah, men- they got a the guy from Alkaline Trio, I think, oh. is playing guitar. So, 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 yeah, Tom apparently has gone insane. He's,
1: I mean. he's the axle of the pop punk world, apparently, <laughs> is what I understand, <laughs>
0: to keep with the theme. Um,
1: but anyway, it got me excited, and it made me want to ask, and this is something that I probably shouldn't feel inadequate about, but I kind of feel inadequate about how I currently buy music now. I do so, I'm one of those old-school MP3 guys that likes to own the MP3. I don't stream... <laughs> You know, on the on the Spotify's or whatnot, and I'm feeling kind of old about it.
2: I love how Hello. you think. I love how you think you're the old school guy when I go to record stores
0: like <laughs> daily.
1: You wanna know? <laughs> so but about see that, year.
0: yeah, that's and like I'm retro cool, Derek. Because I don't, I miss buying physical uh, copies of stuff and having that experience of going and flipping through and finding something and purchasing it. I do miss that. I don't have that luxury here. Um, but I guess I fall somewhere in the middle. Of, of streaming and, and buying MP3s. I sort of do a little bit of both. I Well, I guess what
1: made me feel like that, like a while ago I sent a song to a track. I mean, sorry, a, him a track to a song. Or I'm totally messing up. I just sent him a song or a track, whatever. And I sent it to him and he's like, he's like, hey, you got the Spotify link? And I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't know that was the policy for sharing. Yeah. Music these days. <laughs> so it was kind of like, what are you doing sending me this MP3, you know, download? Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. What's this uh, what is this what's this a file attached to this email <laughs> yeah i don't know so
1: so derek you're a cd guy josh are you are you still old school like me you're buying music then uh, i
0: i buy some uh but i stream most of it yeah
1: so you're paying yeah. you're throwing down the 10 bucks on spotify
0: yeah i just tried apple music uh, and i don't care for it so i went back to spotify <clears throat> but yeah Hey hey guys, it's great until your power goes out or your internet, (laughs) (laughs) nothing happens. So,
1: yeah, I don't know. It just it's it's funny. It's cool. Oh, it's funny and cool and kind of. I think this is one of those things where you haven't grown up until the way people consume music changes, and that's when you know you've you've reached a milestone in adulthood.
0: And we, this is uh, a transition moment. Yeah, <laughs> you no. Know, my dad
1: listened to eight tracks and records. I kind of got the records when I was a little boy, but then it went to cassettes and CDs, you know. And then I finished it off with MP3s, and that's I'm kind of stuck in the past with that. So I don't know, It's funny. It's funny how that happens.
2: Yeah, yeah, this is this is a topic that really just kind of infuriates me, though, because music is like probably my number one passion in life. And I care so deeply about it, and I just wish other people did. And and, and I really think, you know, I want to get shirts made that say Lars was
0: right because he was he was, he was absolutely <laughs> what a prophet.
2: Right. <laughs> you know, people got on Lars as oh, it's this rich guy complaining about a couple people. No, Lars actually had some foresight to see he did. this isn't Napster wasn't the problem. Today is the problem where it's not even about people downloading you know it's not even about physical media it's about people devaluing music to the point where it's not even a commodity it's just something to have on in the background and you know you look at artists that are struggling to make a living and they're not making as much money as they used to they have to tour just to stay afloat it's like lars was right the the, when the record industry fell and listen it had its evils too but at least people were buying music they were paying for the art that they were consuming yeah Uh, now it's just it's kind of a disaster.
1: I I'm with you on that too, Derek. But even for me, like you're right, the devaluing of music. But sometimes, and I know Josh, you're a big music fan too. It's like I kind of feel like I'm one of the few of the of my certainly my childhood friends that still actively you know seeks out new music and and trying uh-huh. to stay in tune with my favorite music and. I, and sometimes i'm like am i taking crazy pills? Like, really this stuff is awesome. how come more people aren't onto music <laughs> yeah. is where, how, how i think how i view it.
0: Yeah, i, I think- don't know. i don't know if some people just let go of certain elements as they get older. um but it definitely seems like i know a lot of friends that just aren't into music anymore, which is a shame. and i don't know what causes that.
1: I mean, i got i got yeah. i got guys that are still wearing friends that are still wearing Big Johnson t-shirts and baggy jeans and Doc Martens and listening to grunge like it never oh, and I, if and they I just I,
0: stay the, if they just stay the course <laughs> it's going to be keep coming back around,
1: so just, come on, well see that's what I'm saying like I love that era again 90s never forget love the 90s but I just think you know there's so much good stuff out there today that um including fitting including fitted jeans <laughs> and do you know, music i don't know you
2: know i think part of the problem is we're you know in this post record industry music world uh, how do people hear about it you know in the past you had record you had these giant record labels promoting bands and letting everyone know like if you were a metal fan you had to listen to iron maiden the record label got behind them and everyone found out about them and they became gods they became arena legends right Who's the next arena legend? You're not going to get at that level because you have a SoundCloud page, yeah, and because yeah. you know you're, you're oh, so many people are streaming you on Spotify. You know, the, it's it's a marketing problem as much as it's a consumption problem as well. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, there and there's a lot of factors for that. One, just being the entire business model has changed. So I think yeah. we've touched on it before. I, I think the um, era of the huge arena rock tours are, are pretty much gone, with the exception yeah. of the reunions and some of the iconic acts that are, that are still around, you know, that they can still do big tours like that. But yeah, I mean, it's a, I jokingly said a minute ago, it's a transition period, but it really is like uh, the way we buy and consume and distribute music is just really changed. And it's I I don't know. It's, it's weird to, to be I, in the moment.
1: Yeah. I think, I think I, what, to, to both your points, certainly huh? yours too, Derek is like, we can't, we can't put them on as big as a pedestal as we used to, and I think there's some advantages to that, but at the same time they're not as godlike or like, you yeah. know, they, they can't galvanize as many people as they used to. No
2: one, it, it levels the playing field, but no one breaks out of the pack. Everyone is just at this one level,
1: you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, muchachos, we've reached the end of our show. Josh, tell them how they can participate.
0: I gladly will. Guys, first of all, thank you for all your support. And if you want to check us out, go to ManthologyShow.com to become a patron. You can follow us on Twitter at ManthologyShow, or you can email us at men at manthologyshow.com.
1: For Josh and Derek, I'm Blake. Thank you for joining us and listening and spending your day with us. Uh, We hope you join us right here. We hope you join us again right here next time on The Manthology Show.